0: Today on the newscast, Russia pushes ahead with an anti-Israel meeting at the U.N. despite serious Israeli objections. Is this another sign of a growing collision course between Moscow and Jerusalem? Get all the breaking details next. Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We begin today with some tragic breaking news out of Jerusalem. A car-ramming terror attack near the popular Makne Yehuda market in Israel's capital. Today, Monday, April 24th, up to seven Israelis were wounded, including one elderly man who's in critical condition, Now, the terrorist who was a Palestinian was shot and killed by an armed Israeli civilian on the scene. But again, folks, one man critically wounded, six others injured as well. Keep all of the victims in your prayers, especially that elderly man. We're praying that God Almighty pulls him through this. Today's attack comes on the eve of Israel's Memorial Day, which begins tonight. Israel's Independence Day is tomorrow. Now, On Memorial Day, Israelis mark uh, or commemorate the memories of fallen Israeli soldiers and terror victims. So, the timing of this car ramming attack today, folks, was no coincidence. Hey, keep all of it in prayer. This, of course, comes on the heels of a string of similar attacks in Jerusalem and in the biblical heartland of Judea and Samaria. Times are very tense right now in Israel and no place more than in Jerusalem, which is the place, and this is very biblical, folks, that Israel's enemies covet more and more in these prophetic Bible times that we are living today. And more news on that Growing tensions between Israel and Russia. We'll break it down in a minute. Before I do, I just want to encourage you to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Folks, you won't hear much about today's car ramming attack in the mainstream media, and you likely won't hear very much about a very important story that is also going down and developing today, Monday, April 24th. Again, Israel's Memorial Day, a very solemn day on the Israeli calendar, begins tonight and Independence Day tomorrow. And yet, Russia, in particular, Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, chose today to push forward with an anti Israel meeting at the UN Security Council. And many times, these meetings at the UN, including at the UN Security Council, devolve into anti Israel hate fests. Sadly, this latest meeting probably will be no different. Knowing that, and knowing that it's Israel's Memorial Day, you would think that Sergei Lavrov would push the meeting to another day, but that wasn't the case, folks. He insisted on holding this meeting and essentially Russia chairing this meeting at the UN today, knowing full well what an important day this is on the Israeli calendar and knowing that Israel's ambassador to the UN, Gilad Erdan, would be a bit preoccupied, I would suppose, uh, with Memorial Day. Now he's got to go and he's got to represent Israel on the solemn day for Israel, represent Israel at the UN in the face of this anti-Israel bias at the Security Council. Here's Gilad Erdogan's statement to Russia. He reached out and said, look, can you change the date for us? And here's what he said, and I quote, this day holds deep significance to the state of Israel. He wrote this to the Russian mission in New York, whose ambassador holds the rotating Security Council presidency this month, as I mentioned. Erdogan went on to say, this is a holy and special day for all Israelis, and scheduling an open debate at the UN on Remembrance Day does not, not meet the basic requirements for such a debate and is, quote, exceedingly inappropriate. And he's right. And he says this Shows indifference and dishonors this hollow day. And there, Don went on to say, This directly impacts my ability to represent Israel accordingly. So, folks, a tense time, a sign that tensions are growing between Israel and Russia, no doubt. I spoke to Israel's foreign minister, Eli Cohen, a little while back in Jerusalem, and he had just returned from Ukraine meeting with the Ukrainian president, Zelensky and saying, look, Ukraine and Israel are going to work closer together. Now, Russia doesn't like this very much. Russia, at the same time, is cleaving closer and closer to Israel's greatest enemy, the Iranian regime. And this is kind of the basis of this at the UN, what you're seeing right now with Russia basically giving Israel the cold shoulder here, despite this Israeli request to delay this meeting. It's a sign that tensions are growing, folks. And I asked Eli Cohen, Israel's foreign minister, about that fine line that Israel is walking that we've discussed many times here in the newscast between Ukraine and Russia. Here's a snippet from our interview. And after this snippet, I'll break down what this really all means in a broader sense. Notice how Eli Cohen uh, turns the conversation to Iran. Take a look. You also had a call with Sergey Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, a little while back. Obviously, very delicate situation. What is Russia's response to the Israel-Ukraine relationship? Were they upset by your visit? Did they comment on it? What has their response been?
1: First, uh, Israel is a southern country. And we are decided uh, where uh, to go. And for me, it was very important on behalf of the Israeli people to show uh, this uh, solidarity and of course uh, support them. Uh, we will also have a, a good uh, connection with uh, Russia as well. We have uh, very thing uh, that we are dealing with uh, Russia. Russia is an important player in uh, our region, sure. mainly in, uh, in uh, Syria. Yeah. We have 600,000 uh, Jews that uh, are in, uh, in Russia. Yeah. And there is one thing that all of us should be uh, aware of. I think that the Russia-Ukraine war shows the evilness of Iran. Yes. When actually right now we see that the uh, Iranian weapon is killing free civilian People of Europe and in Ukraine itself.
0: Those drones that Iran is supplying.
1: Exactly. And Iran is the number one finance of terror organization worldwide. Iran is like a cancer. If we see that uh, all the time uh, Israel fight that Iran will not have a nuclear weapon, right now we are seeing that uh, beside the, the American that all the time was with us to prevent Iran from having a nuclear weapon. Now we see that the European join to uh, this uh, battle in front yeah. of Iran as well. But they uh, the world need to take immediate steps in regards to Iran. And everyone should be aware that if Iran will have a nuclear weapon, it's not just a problem of Israel. It's a problem of the all free world since in every place that uh, Iran is involved the people suffer first in Iran itself you can see it as well in Syria you can see it in in Lebanon and you can see it in the hut in Yemen in all the other places so if anyone had any doubt uh, we show that uh, actually what Iran uh, is doing and I spoke to President Zelensky and we agreed to join forces since right now Iran is a mutual enemy for uh, Israel and for Ukraine, for Europe and for uh, United States as well. Therefore, we will join uh, forces in order to prevent Iran uh, to have a nuclear weapon.
0: Folks, it's really not difficult to see what's going on here, in my view. Again, Eli Cohen is Israel's foreign minister. He's Israel's top diplomat, very close, of course, to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. And what Israel is saying is this, to Russia, okay, you have chosen to become a sworn ally of the Iranian regime, with Iran supplying Russia with thousands of attack drones that it uses in Ukraine, and Russia reportedly supplying Iran with fighter jets and who knows what else, perhaps even nuclear know-how. And Israel clearly, and for good reason, doesn't like to see that. Israel has had not warm relations with Russia over the past 30 years plus, but they've had a relationship with Russia. Up to 1 million Russian immigrants live in Israel right now. So not a warm relationship, but a relationship. Diplomatic relations, Benjamin Netanyahu making many visits over the years to Moscow to meet with Vladimir Putin. And now Russia is essentially turning around and hopping into bed with Israel's greatest enemy, the Iranian regime. Needless to say, and with good reason, Israel's not very happy about that. And Israel says, okay, two can play that game. You want to uh, become a close ally of Iran? Well, maybe we'll get a little bit closer to your greatest enemy, Russia, Ukraine. So I think what you're seeing here is the geopolitical game, folks. Remember, folks, we talk about this often here on the newscast. Thousands of Russian troops remain in Syria at Israel's doorstep. Russia effectively controls the airspace over Syria. What does that mean for Israel? Well, Israel has conducted hundreds of airstrikes, if not more at this point, against Iran, Hezbollah, and various terror forces in Syria, pushing them back from the Israel-Syria border and cracking down on weapons shipments that Iran is sending through Syria into the hands of Hezbollah in southern Lebanon. Needless to say, Israel's freedom of movement in Syria is a must in the view of Jerusalem. It is paramount that Israel be able to operate freely in Syria. But what if Russia says, you know, Israel, no more, no fly zone? Iran is our ally, the Assad regime in Syria is our ally, and yes, Hezbollah is Russia's ally as well, and perhaps Iran is saying, hey, Russia, we're giving you hundreds, thousands of drones, we're supporting you in the diplomatic arena, quid pro quo here, we're not doing this out of the goodness of our hearts, what do we get in return? And perhaps Russia says, okay, we'll give you a hand in Syria because you know that the Iranian regime has been lobbying Vladimir Putin very hard over the past few years to crack down on Israeli activity in Syria. All that said, Israel is well aware of this, and they're walking that fine line where they don't want to anger Russia. But folks, I believe that day is coming, and it's going to be unavoidable, and it's not me saying that, it's the Bible saying that. The book of Ezekiel, chapters 38 and 39, talks about a coming war, a a latter days invasion where Russia will lead a coalition of nations, including Iran, against Israel. Now, the good news is this invasion force doesn't get very far. It meets its demise on the mountains of Israel, courtesy of the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. If you have not read it, I encourage you to check out the book of Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39. But I think what we're seeing right now is again, the chess pieces, prophetic chess pieces moving on the board leading up to this major, major confrontation. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Quick reminder, live stream on Wednesday, April 26th. Join us between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern time and bring your questions for our Q&A session. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.